Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Love, Joy, and Languages, a podcast about loving languages and finding joy in learning them. I'm your host, Heidi Lovejoy, and it's so good to be back after a mini break for vacation last week. I've been tossing around a lot of ideas for what I want to talk about this week, and I've decided on the topic of the importance of forging a joyful bond with the languages you're learning. And I'm not talking necessarily about your love of a language or your connection to it through family, culture, food, etc. Though these things are important and incredibly valuable, I'm being a bit more abstract, if you will. I'm talking today about the lasting effects of things like thoughts and feelings and tendencies that we subconsciously bond to a language and our journey with it. I know this may sound a bit weird, so I'm going to explain through my personal experience. First, there are some similarities between my two language learning circumstances that are worth mentioning. I'm learning each language by choice, so I don't have to learn one for work or school or daily life. Each journey includes an immersive aspect of living in a country where the language is spoken, and I began each language from scratch. I didn't know much more than basic greetings before getting started. Some noteworthy differences are... I've been learning Italian for five years and German for about a year and a half, so naturally my levels of Italian in all four skills, reading, writing, listening, and speaking, are higher than my German. And having more time to date in Italy, I have more personal connections with Italian through friends, community, day-to-day lived experiences, and so on. But because English is my native language, I do find more similarities with German, and in that way a lot of the vocabulary seems easier. And also, with German as my third language, before beginning, I had already discovered my preferred and most effective learning methods that I didn't know when starting to learn Italian. So in that way, learning German has also been a bit easier. Now, given all of that, there are some stark differences between how I tend to approach each of these languages from a really deep down place. So this goes beyond what methods I used, knowing how I learn best and all of that. I'm talking here about internal thoughts and feelings and really core beliefs associated with producing each language. And these are feelings and beliefs that really affect my actions with the language. So here are a few examples of the differences I'm talking about. With Italian, even though my level is higher than my German and I can easily see my progress, to this day, I still get nervous speaking it, especially if it's a spontaneous conversation that I haven't prepared for. If I know a speaking situation is coming, but I don't know where the conversation will go, like with an italki lesson, I get really nervous and I feel the need to do anything possible to prepare. And there's an underlying presence of pressure and stress and self-doubt in this preparation. But this doesn't happen for me when speaking German, even though I'm still at a beginner level. I have semi-regular language exchanges in German, and the only mental preparation I do is thinking in English about what I've done recently that I could talk about. I rarely prepare the words in German because I'm just comfortable finding them in the moment. When out in a store or a restaurant and I need to use my German, I most often just go for it, jumping in without nervousness or fear of making mistakes. And that rarely exists for me in Italian, even though it's my stronger language. Another difference, in addition to this internal need to feel prepared or just wing it, is that with Italian, I still feel a reflexive draw toward translation apps like Google Translate. Even when just speaking to myself, I often find myself wanting to go to the app the moment I get stuck. With German, even in spontaneous speaking situations, I rarely even think of Google Translate. I forget it's available and just work through the conversation with what I know. 
So feeling a need to rely on a translation app exists for me to this day with Italian, my stronger language, but not with German. And the last difference I want to mention today is my more subconscious feelings about my ability to learn and speak each language. With Italian, even now, I often have to remind myself that I can do it, that I am doing it. I often have negative thoughts creep in telling me that it's too hard, that I'll never be able to speak fluently, that it's always going to be a struggle and I'll never catch up to those who are learning it faster. I constantly become aware of these thoughts with Italian and must actively work to push them aside without just grabbing onto one. I have to intentionally speak kindness and truth to myself to prevent myself from getting sucked down into these limiting beliefs. And yet with German, a language I avoided for years because people always talked about how hard it is, I don't have these negative limiting thoughts. Sure, at times it feels overwhelming and difficult, but I don't have this overall feeling that it's not doable. I don't feel pressure to learn at a particular pace or to catch up with anyone else, and I don't feel shame or disappointment for making mistakes or not being further along than I am right now. I've said it before in other episodes, but it's almost like there's a dark cloud looming over my Italian life, but my German life is open and clear and free. And of course, some of this is because by the time I started learning German, I had already started to confront my perfectionism with respect to language learning, and I had already learned so much about how to learn languages. I learned more about different methods, taking charge of your own journey, using resources in a personalized way, and learning from our mistakes instead of fearing them. And really, that's kind of the point, I guess. Of course, I'm better at learning languages now than I was in the beginning, but there's still something deeper at the heart of all of this. And that is the underlying stress and pressure and shame and guilt and feelings of being lost that I had in my first year or two of Italian. Those feelings and that pressure created a negative bond with my whole language experience when it comes to Italian. Even though I love the language and I have so many positive personal associations with it. So now that I'm better at learning languages and I'm so much better at Italian, I still feel the tug of those negative bonds at times. The underlying belief that I can't do it causes me to reach for Google Translate. The underlying belief that learning this language comes with a struggle causes me to question and doubt myself over and over again. And those negative associations were solidified in the beginning of my relationship with Italian. But because I did so much self-healing and self-discovery, learning how to do things better, by the time I started with German, I only forged positive bonds with the language from day one. So the real point to drive home here is that we make subconscious associations with our language from the very beginning. Our actual abilities and resources, methods, and time, they matter But in the long run, what we associate with the language in the beginning has the ability to stick with us for a very long time. And for me on this side of things, I can say that it's very frustrating to be good at speaking a language and yet constantly feel held back by myself, by my limiting beliefs that were forged from the very beginning. And I think we can all benefit from this knowledge. Whether you're learning a language for pleasure or hobby, or whether you're learning it because you have to for school or work or daily survival, finding ways to form a positive bond with the language can make a huge difference. Whether it's finding songs you like, hobbies that you can do in your language, or just speaking positive affirmations to yourself every day and surrounding yourself with others who support you and lift you up. 
Those things can have a positive, lasting effect on your entire language journey. If you're a complete beginner learning your very first non-native language, then you're in the prime time to discover every positive thing you can, speaking positive truths to yourself about yourself and your language from the beginning. If you've already learned one or more languages, you may have figured this out by now. But doubt and negative self-talk can always creep in, especially if you're facing something totally new, a new writing system, a new grammar structure, a tonal language, or perhaps your dream language that you've avoided because it just seems so much harder than the others. Anytime this doubt and negativity show up, being mindful and remembering to form positive associations surrounding your language to appreciate the bonds forming will make a difference. So my take-home message today really is this. Don't underestimate the power of beginner you. Take the time to create a positive learning environment and headspace around your language from the beginning. This is so valuable. And even though I say from the beginning, it really is never too late. If you struggle with this right now, maybe you're like me and reflexively reach for a translation app. You hesitate to speak or your mistakes are always so glaringly obvious. If this is you, it's okay. It's not too late. Take a deep breath. See if you can determine where these tendencies or feelings come from and take one step toward positivity. Affirmations are a powerful first step. Tell yourself out loud, I can speak this language. I am learning this language. Not I want to learn it. Not I'm trying to learn it. I am learning it. I am speaking it. Other people understand me when I speak this language. Whatever it is, find a truth about yourself and your language and remind yourself of it as many times as you need every day. I do this every single day with Italian. I tell myself that I speak Italian. I understand Italian. I am progressing with Italian. And when my fingers ache to grab my phone to translate, I tell myself, I don't need this. I can say this on my own. I visualize myself speaking Italian with my friends and mentally focus on the fun, joyful, and proud language moments I've had. And slowly, my doubts, anxieties, and struggles related to Italian are starting to fade away. It takes time to repair a bond that was forged out of pressure and stress and doubt and negativity, but it can be done. It can turn to joy and pride and confidence and liberation. And it's so worth it for your language journey. Now, I know this is a really short episode today, but that is all I have. It's something that I think about so often because I have these two different journeys that have similar backgrounds, but yet my deep feelings for my abilities and how I'm doing it and what I'm doing it and my progress, those deep down subconscious feelings are so different between my two languages and my two completely separate journeys. And so I hope that my experiences with Italian and German are helpful to others who struggle with confidence and surety in their languages. I hope the comparisons that I spoke of today make sense and that you can use my thoughts and experiences as a guide for creating your own joyful language bonds. I really, really believe that how we view ourselves within our language journeys and how we speak to ourselves matters. Those bonds from what we say to ourselves and what we truly believe will last us for the entirety of our language journeys. 
Before I sign off today, I want to say a quick thank you to everyone who has reached out to me about this podcast, who talks to me about your own struggles on Instagram, anyone who's shared it in your stories or shared it with friends. It means so much to me to be able to share my journey, and I'm so thankful for everyone who continues to grow this community by sharing my podcast. Thank you, and until next time, ciao.